my mom's looking around like, what is that noise? Is that something with the pipes? <laughs> it's your grandson. He's being an ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> So as I was driving up here to Seattle to move up here, I had to pass through Twin Falls, Idaho, which was the site of one of the most interesting stories of my childhood. Twin Falls is right by the Snake River. It's in the middle of this big flat plain, but there's a, a canyon that cuts right through it where the, the river has just carved out this big gorge. And so there's this big, huge bridge that spans this big canyon, and it's this big, gorgeous, scenic outlook. And when I was a kid, we were driving up to, from Pocatello to Boise. We stopped in Twin Falls to kind of get out and stretch our legs. It's about halfway through. And my mom, who was driving parks and things, like, okay, kids, we're going to go out on the bridge and just look at nature for a little bit. So we go and we do that. And as you do when you're looking at nature, you start throwing rocks off the bridge at the nature. <laughs> when you're a boy and you're looking at the nature, let's say that. <laughs> I, mean, I think my sisters were, took part of it, too. But uh, so we're all like watching the rocks fall down into the water. And my brother couldn't see over because he was, let's see, he would have been eight or so at the time. So he couldn't quite reach over the fence. So he sticks his head in the fence and starts looking down and watching. We're having a great time. And, you know, after about, you know, 10, 15 minutes of rock chucking, my mom's like, all right, guys, time to get back in the car. So we all start going back to the car and we realize my brother's not with us. And we turn around and he is stuck head first in the fence on the middle of this bridge which it's a big bridge but it's not a huge bridge so as semi trucks are coming by it's shaking the whole thing and he just cannot get his head out and we had to go and we each grabbed an arm or a leg and just started trying to winnie the poo him out of this fence and it was very scary for a minute but hilarious the whole time scary and funny at the same time can give you a weird sensation <laughs> I'll say that. Also, if you were going to weigh the poo him out, technically one of you had to be pushing, the other one had to be pulling. Well, I'm not going to get on the other side of a bridge and push his head through. As well, you probably so. shouldn't. Yes, that's uh, that yeah. sounds dangerous on a bridge. Especially the bridge, the, one, the picture I'm looking at, uh, intimidating, I would say, is a good word to describe it. It is quite the chasm. This is actually where uh, Evil Knievel tried to jump over and failed. So, you know, you can... If you look the other direction, you can see the, the giant ramp to the thing that Evil Knievel couldn't jump over. That's our claim to fame. Well, I mean, there's a bridge. Why do you need to drive over the bridge? Because he's Evil Knievel. Does Evil Knievel ever take the bridge? Trust me, Evil Knievel is a verb at this point because of what Evil Knievel <laughs> does, so I know why. <laughs> so the way we actually eventually got him out is my mom said, well, we're going to have to call the fire department. And she started walking away, and he started crying to the point that it lubricated his head. Oh. And we were able to get him out. That's it, son. Cry. Cry like you've never cried before. <laughs> That's it. Now, use your tears to lubricate your face. It's a weird thing you never thought you'd say as a parent. <laughs> well, see, now I'm prepared. Everyone's always worried about their kids sticking their head and things. Like, no, I'm fine. I, I know how to get him out. Cry, boy, cry. Just whipping him. <laughs> Why are you being your son? He's in such a bad situation. This is the only way to get him out. I've done this before. Shut up. Trust me, I'm a pro at this. If you want to help, <laughs> say mean things to him. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a fat little piggy? <laughs> I don't know if I'm helping. 
Try harder. Remind him of the time Bigfoot's mother died. It's a weird one, but sure. That, okay, name one thing from your childhood that could make you tear up quicker than Bigfoot's mother dying. Or not Bigfoot, Littlefoot. Ah, uh, okay. That's what you're... Yeah, I, I, I was I like, I up. don't... I, Bigfoot's not real, so Bigfoot's mother dying is not going to affect me in any way. He's <laughs> just really empathetic towards Sasquatches, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, as most six-year-olds are. Yeah, sure. It's, a, it's my platform. I remember Littlefoot's mother dying, but I was definitely not of the age where it would actually like emotionally affect me or i was a robot back then i don't know <laughs> say like we're the same age and that made me ball my eyes out for five years so you know what you have no soul my life was a video game that i leveled up over time and i definitely did not get my emotion skill until like late high school probably i just didn't feel emotions until then so little foots mother dying does not affect me you savage beasts Okay, this is an interesting topic. What movie or TV moment did make you cry? So, as a kid, nothing. You dick! Like, I just I just had no emotional response to anything I watched. Other than, that's cool, I want the toy. <laughs> it's not an emotion. So my wife's been gone uh, in China taking care of her her parents. So it's been me and uh, my kids. And my mom actually drove up from Idaho to to help out while I'm at work. So it's been super great. And a miracle happened on Sunday. I got to take a nap. That never happens. But the kids were playing nice. And I took a nap. It was awesome. It was like one of the best Sundays ever. And my wife wasn't around because there's two things that have to happen for me to be able to nap. One, my kids have to entertain themselves. And two, my wife has to be gone because she is very anti-nap. So the last thing I did before I went to lay down is I told my daughter to go clean her room. Because I knew if she was told to clean her room, she would put off cleaning her room and just play with her toys for an hour. And that would be glorious. So I fall asleep. And I wake up to the sound of my daughter yelling, I'm done! Dad, I'm done! And I don't want to wake up. So I'm like... Uh, good. Thank you for cleaning your room. Read a book. No, Dad. I'm done. I'm done. Just just do something else. Daddy needs to sleep more. I'm done pooping. Oh, because that's, you know, three-year-old four. Wipe my butt. So I go in there, groggy. I'm like, you know, your grandma's around. She could do this. My daughter looks up at me and she's like, I just love you, Dad. So wipe my yeah. butt. <laughs> Lovely, lovingly. Would you please wipe, wipe my crevice, Father? I do love you so. I love you. Please make me a person and wipe my butt. I'm glad my daughter is now out of that fate. Like, she's gone to kindergarten, and so she has to go to the bathroom by herself regularly. So we've told her, no, that's that's not our job anymore. Like, from now on, if you want that wiped, you got to do it yourself. And also do a good job, because you get a rash otherwise, and that hurts. So this is all on you now. By the way, you want to do that. Yeah. Yes. This is your job. And if you fail, it's it's only going to affect you. Because we're not dealing with that, so yeah. That's uh, once you tell them that, it's, it's okay. I I guess I have to do this now because I don't know what the alternative is. Just pulling my pants up and walking around with poop in my drawers all day, which hopefully is not going to be the case. But you know, that's that, that does happen to kids. Not not a not a pleasant way to wake from a nap. But uh, so going back to wh- what makes your wife anti nap? Like, is if you're sleeping during the day, then that you should be doing something? Is that like the sentiment? 
Oh, no, it's just if anyone gets to nap, it's her. It's not me. So it's so it's not anti-nap. It's anti-nap for you. I'm with these kids all day. You're going to be with these kids. I mean, that, that that from that perspective, that's not completely wrong. Like, it's, you know, like... No, I, I, I empathize, but I'm also tired. Yeah, that's I get that part, too. She's the one that yells at me for sleeping on the bus. I mean, like, come on. I gotta sleep sometime. Can't sleep on the bus. Can't sleep on the couch. Have you ever missed a stop because you were sleeping on the bus? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Several times. It's the reason why she yells at you. <laughs> She's like, you're gonna miss the bus. You're gonna get robbed. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna get robbed. No one who gets on the bus messes with the... I guess I'm not the hairy guy anymore, but... I always sit in the back with the stinky homeless people, so, you know, I'm protected. We are one. Nice. But yeah, I, there, there have been several times where I've woken up and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, that's the library. Dang it. Because <laughs> that's the last stop and the bus driver just stops and just waits. And once you, the thing about the bus is the motion and the, the reverberation that kind of lulls you to sleep. Like, it's impossible to do anything but sleep on the right. bus when you're as tired as I. And once that stops, you wake up instantly and there's a moment of panic of like, crap, where am I? <laughs> and usually I'm by the library. Yeah, I think... Our nap policy is whoever gets to it first deserves it. And that's not just always you? It's typically me. It's not because I deserve it. Like, that that might be the unspoken reason, but that, that is not. I just I just do it. Like, she'll be, she'll be <laughs> my, my wife will be making dinner, and I'm supposed to be down in our daughter's playroom playing with her, or just sitting with her while she plays because she just wants somebody there. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, soon my wife hears snoring, and it's just like, wake up, daddy. He needs to wake up. He shouldn't be sleeping, which I think is, you know, just code for if I can't sleep, he can't sleep. Wake his lazy ass up, <laughs> which again, that, that's what I empathize with. I understand. Yeah. As soon, as soon as I get woken up, I'm just like, oh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. It's also the fact that I can't nap in the daytime. Like if I nap in the daytime for more than like five minutes, I, you talked about, you know, waking up and not knowing where you're at momentarily. Mine lasts for a good while of like, I don't know what day this is. What time is it? Why am I hungry? Should I be hungry? I feel like it's dinner time. I should be hungry. I'm not hungry. Why am I not hungry? Like I just, it just screws me up. So I, if, if I nap on a Sunday afternoon before I have to go do anything else, I like, I, I would used to nap before I had like an afternoon shift or whatever at whatever retail place I worked at. Oh my God. Talk about just wandering that store. Just looking, can you help me? Yeah, I can help you. Certainly. Just like looking around like, where the hell am I? It's like just, <laughs> it screws me up. I think the the funk is real. That you can definitely get in a funk, and sleeping during the day for more than five minutes gets me in a funk, and I cannot get out of it the rest of the day. I uh, see. I'm the opposite. if I don't like nothing gets me out of a funk, like a good little nap. That's why I, I think I should be napping. I should be the one allowed to nap because I get more benefits from it. My wife wakes up, she's in your funk. I wake up and I'm ready to face the day. Yeah, that that definitely outside of the you know you don't deserve it as much because she does more, which I'm not saying is the case. I'm saying if that was then that, that would be, you know, uh, the right reason to do it. But yeah, if you're the one that gets benefits from it, you get to do them. If, if I'm taking it just to spite you, <laughs> I get a nap too. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh God, I feel terrible. That's not, that's not good. That's not good for anybody. Just try to be mean no, to your but, spouse. Say, being good to somebody has nothing to do with most of the decisions that we make. I mean, that's on. true. That's the, let's not get into that. That is a... That's not what marriage nope, is Nope, that is a can of worms that's not open today. <laughs> Especially with my wife within earshot. <laughs> Mine's in China. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm recording this. I can send her an MP3. <laughs> she wouldn't listen to it. You just have to say this is part of the podcast. She's like, not, don't, delete. 
Don't care. <laughs> so for digital strips, we wait, 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 why where are you going? She didn't she didn't respond. She's blocked me. That would not surprise me. <laughs> if I tried to to say anything to your wife on any social media, it's just like she blocked me like immediately. She didn't let me say anything. I don't think she likes me. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know, it says it's just she hated me for ten years. <laughs> wow, getting some insight. Thank you. So as the parenting stuff continued, later that same day, I was having my son take a bath and I was in the other room talking to my mom and all of a sudden we hear this really loud <laughs> noise coming from the bathroom. And like my he, mom... start, he started a caliphate? <laughs> he said a jihad against someone? That kind of sound? Um, Or turkey? Gargling. Okay. Okay. Gargling. Okay. That's different. I thought it was like... No, no, no. I was like, oh, I can't make the, I can't gargle without water. But it was like, not like that. It wasn't like a guttural gargle. Like it was a well, high Well, I could, I could put water in my mouth and do it, but I'm probably going to splurp all over myself. So yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So it was that high pitched little kid gargling noise. Okay. My mom's looking around like, what is that noise? Is that something with the pipes? And <laughs> like, no, it's my son gargling his bath water. Let me go deal with this. <laughs> it's your grandson. He's being an ass. <laughs> oh, okay. I get that. And so I go, I'm in there, and I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, what? Um, gargling? Yeah, you're gargling your butt water. Stop it. Ew. That's... Uh, bath water's bad. Yes, I know what bath water is. It's dirty. the dirty water. You shouldn't gargle with that. When you call it butt water, that makes it even... That's worse. It's water that has been in your butt. There is no other word for bath. Bath water is just a cute way of uh, saying uh, butt water. Uh, uh, it has not been in your butt. Like let's it's not been let's, in your butt crack. In your butt crack. Yes, that's very very different. We both need to understand that right now. Like you you are not like cleansing yourself out every time you take a bath. Well, sorry, I'm not cleansing myself out every time I take a shower or a bath. I that that water has been on me. It has not been in me. It will not be in me. Your butt crack is part of you. It was in your butt crack. No, it's it was, part of you. It's just not part of inside you. Like, if it goes in your butt crack, that means it's wedged a little... Uh, uh, it's different. Yeah, it, so, like, I, if it was in your armpit, that would be in, and that'd be gross. It's it's still on, though. Like, if it hasn't if it hasn't breached the skin, then it's still on. And none of those have gone inside the skin, so they're still on. I know what you mean, but if I, if I make a cup out of my hands and put water in it, the water is not in. I mean, it's in my hands, but it's not, like in me yeah but it's in enough that it's gross and you shouldn't drink it and that's all i'm trying to say no yeah that's that absolutely any water you're bathing with should absolutely not go in your mouth my daughter will do the same thing it's just like don't do that again and also if you do it again i'm leaving you will finish <laughs> this yourself because god that's disgusting oh i thought you were just like leaving the family it's like you will grow yeah. up in a single family <laughs> home it's been good peace People are going to ask, like, you horrible person. Why did you leave your wife like that? It's like, my daughter drank her bathwater. What am I supposed to do? And they'll be like, oh, that's a good point. Kids are gross. Yeah, that that should be the reaction. I tell my my my, my wife. She drank the bathwater again. Oh, okay, well, then we're both out. Yeah, she's an orphan. Enjoy the house. Did your parents die? No. They abandoned me because I drank my butt water. Again, don't call it butt water. It's not you had a cleanse and then this is the stuff left over and you're going to drink that. That's a jackass. 
prank or trick, whatever they call them. I don't know. It's not trick. There's nothing tricky about it. <laughs> yeah. Stupid thing. I don't know. Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. 